Welcome to our fourth and final week on the uh, series on the four waves of prayer. Each week we've been talking about different aspects and methods of prayer. And this could actually revolutionize our lives if we implemented these aspects, these uh, different methods of prayer. Today I want to talk about the subject of power and authority in prayer. So we've always, as a history uh, in, our, in our world, wondered about where we rank. Ever since the fall of mankind, we've struggled to understand our rank, our positions of power and authority. Are we more powerful than animals? Well, if you put us in a cage with nothing else but a lion, who's going to win? The lion, right? Because the lion has more power. However, we are the most dominant species in the world for a reason. So sometimes power can be trumped by authority. So I'm going to use the word authority here because in this case, authority is going to mean with enough ingenuity, with enough training, with enough giftedness, with enough intellect, authority can trump natural power. Okay? So sometimes there are factors that come into play that can trump power and position and the position of authority. Of course, there are factors that may lead one to think they are in position of authority when they're not. If I go into a cage with a lion and I have a stick, the lion's going to laugh at me and still chew me to pieces. If I go into a cage with uh, a tranquilizer gun, I'm probably going to win that battle. So it all depends how much authority, how much power you have. So, so far, our power pyramid looks like this. The lion has more power than us. However, we have more, if you go on to the next slide, we have more authority. And this makes sense to what God has said to us in Genesis 1.28. He said, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So, we put ourselves above animals. Now, when we try to bring God into the equation, most people, there are a few people out there that don't believe God has more power. Some people believe he's just an old man sitting up there in the clouds doing nothing. But most people believe God is powerful. What most people struggle with is God's authority, especially over them, right? But these last three sermons um, in this series, I've tried to, in subtle ways, remind us that God's authority, God's power are both above us. The first sermon of the series reminded us that we are helpless before God's power. We are, we are not hopeless because of his power, but we are helpless in our own power. The second week we talked about slowing ourselves down long to listen and listen to his voice, which gives us a sense of his authority and equips us with his power. Last week I preached on the, the gift of repentance and reminds us how small we are, how sinful we are compared to God's power and authority. So maybe it would be more helpful to even rank him a little bit more dramatic like this. So that we understand we're not like a close second to God. We're like way down the list. Okay? So when we incorporate the whole trinity there, we realize that we're not even close to God. And if we don't have already enough 
problems of grasping and live according to this authority ranking, it gets even trickier if you throw in spiritual beings. You know, angels, demons, whatever of that world, forces of light and darkness. And while many of us struggle to believe in them, it's even trickier for us to know how to rank them. Most of us would concede the four spot in the power pyramid belongs to them. We would probably think, okay, you got God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, and then we'd probably think, oh, well, they're probably more powerful than us. Because when we read about uh, all these uh, beings as we read that they're fast and that they fly and ability to you know, take different shapes and, and, and probably their bodies are better in shape than ours. So we start to assume they have more power. The Bible actually says we are made lower than the angels. But I'm afraid this isn't so simple because even though I believe they do have more power, do they have more authority? It's like the lion and the man. It's not simply a matter who has more power, but who has more authority. Who has been given the most tools? Who's been taught to use those tools? Let me tell you a few things about followers of Christ. If you are a follower of Christ, this is what you are. We are no longer separated from God. We are united with Him. 1 John 3, 1 says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we shall be called children of God. We are His children. We've been adopted back into the family. We have rights and privileges as members of that family. Number two, we've been given the Holy Spirit who comes as a force of power. Acts 1, 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Do you feel like you've been given power by the Holy Spirit? The problem is most Christians do not believe they have power. Not your power. His power. But big distinction. Number three, we've been given gifts of the the Spirit. We've been told how to grow in the fruits of the Spirit. The Bible even says we will judge angels at the end of time. So even though angels have more power, maybe we have more authority. 1 Corinthians 6.3 says, Do you not know that we shall judge angels? All this leads us to saying Christians are higher in the rankings of authority than the Satan, demons, angels. 1 John 4.4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So here's a more accurate view of our authority rankings. We are higher in the rankings than the spiritual beings, in authority, not in power. So what does this mean for our everyday life? Scripture says, take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this and with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. See, besides knowing what our authority is, we need to know how to use that authority and how we know how to be able to walk in that authority. And the Scriptures tell us how to live and pray in the Spirit. And that's how we walk in authority, by living and praying in the Spirit. 
And one of the ways that we do this, the thing that we talk about all the time in this church particularly, is to get healing for your wounds. And let me tell you, and again, this is just off the top of my head. I don't know if this is an official list, but let me give you the three biggest wounds that came to my mind when I was writing this. Anger, forgiveness, and self-hatred. That might be the three biggest problems in our society. And how the enemy uses those in our lives. Anger, forgiveness, and self-hate. And there's usually a root cause for that. And it's something, if you find healing for those wounds, you'll be able to walk in the Spirit more effectively. The second thing you need to know is your intimacy, your intimacy with Jesus is linked to your authority in him. See, I believe that God will not trust you with his power if you're not working closely, if you're not living and walking closely with him. Sometimes as Christians, we wonder how come we seem to be so ineffective in our society? How come we seem to make no difference? The churches seem to be losing power in our culture rather than gaining it. And it's quite simply, we're not intimate with Jesus anymore. It's that simple. So that's why these habits that I've been trying to pound into us and myself over the last month, acknowledging our helplessness before God's power, without being hopeless about the state of, the, of our world, spending time listening to him, oh, how hard that comes to us, repenting, refocusing on living right, these are forgotten disciplines in our life. This is Pastor Andrews last Sunday, as, you, as you've already read that a couple of times. And I wanted Pastor Andrew to be part of this service in a, in a bigger way. So when we pray, sometimes it's easy to feel like things don't happen. But we need to get over that. We need to, we need to change that mindset. We have authority when we pray, not over God. We can't tell God what to do. Well, we can, but it probably ain't going to do much good. But we have authority over a lot of other things. Over people and spiritual beings, and circumstances, and it definitely will affect the person praying. So a lot can happen. We don't always know exactly how it's going to flesh out, but a lot can be changed when we pray. Because we have some authority when we pray. And to understand that God is giving you that authority as a follower of Him. doesn't mean you're going to get everything you want. It doesn't mean you still have to bow to God's will. But you have authority over a lot of other things.